is up everybody welcome to episode number 45 of the sasha t show today i'm going to be showing you guys why sports cards are overtaking sneakers and not only a cultural point of view but also in the flipping and reselling game first i want to give you kind of a head-to-head -head between the two of two products that are, are pretty well known in both um both of the industries so on february 22nd guys you could have bought yeezys retail but did acquire a little bit more work but you could have acquired it for $220 on February 22nd, a pair of Yeezys, right? Now, let's bring that to the sports card industry. That same day, you could have bought a Luka Doncic base prism PSA 10 for around $240. So similar price, right? Today, the Yeezys are worth $290. So it went from $220 to $290. Now, Luka base prism to PSA 10s today are hovering right around $500. That's a big difference. That, that That's kind of the kind of difference we're already seeing in the sports card market versus the sneaker market. Now, why are we seeing this? First off, the sneaker market, guys, is just clearly oversaturated. There are so many people who are already in the industry, already flippers and resellers, and there's just too many people trying to obtain a small amount of product. It's just not possible. Um, so these guys who are sneaker flippers are having a really hard time obtaining product. Um, it's tough. You have to have bots. You have to be in a reselling group, a cook group, right? There, there's so many things that go about it. Um, it's almost like a high high tech at this point. It's not like you can just go to a shop, you know, a couple hours early and, and, and grab a pair of Yeezys. It's extremely tough with the oversaturated market, which then becomes, right, it's just hard to obtain product if a market is oversaturated with people. Um, next thing, guys. The card market is extremely interesting from a sneaker point of view. You, the, it's not oversaturated, right? So if you you can go buy up, you know, hundreds of LeBron rookies. You could go buy up hundreds of Luka Doncic rookies. You can go buy up, you know, hundreds of whoever rookies. Devin Booker. List goes on and on and on. It's not an oversaturated market. Um, it's not. It's with sneakers, right? If you want, you can you can't go buy a hundred. 200 Yeezys, Yeezy shoes, you just can't, or, or Jordans or whatever it is, you, you can't. Maybe you can get one or two um, in a drop, um, if you're lucky, probably two, unless you're really, really big in the game. Um, but in, in reality, you know, yes, maybe you you, you get lucky on, on a drop and you, and you get one pair of shoe, right? And you, let's say you bought it for 100 bucks, you flip it for 300, you know, that's 200 bucks. But, or you can buy go buy up hundreds of Lucas, hundreds of LeBrons, hundreds of whoever um and flip and, and not have and be able to buy buy up cards and flip them um and the cool thing is with the sneaker market it's they're very integrated in sports so it's not really anything new to them um a lot of guys i'm seeing coming in from the sneaker market they already know basketball to a pretty pretty good level i mean it it, it they're culturally very similar in a way, sneakers and, and sports and all that stuff. Um, so they kind of already know the rookies coming in um, into, in, into the NBA. I mean, you know, they already know certain baseball players and guys that they actually want to bet on. Um, so the markets aren't as drastically different as you might think, um, which is interesting to know. Again, guys, like when sneaker, when I, what I'm saying when sneaker people come into the hobby, um, it's not there. There's not as much of a learning curve just because they already know sports to to a, to a, to a certain point. Um, next thing, guys. 
having sports cards is similar to sneakers. What it's turning into, it's, it's almost like a form of art. It's almost like um, stunting, if you will. Um, you know, having like, I mean, it might seem weird to people, but having like a, a Kylian Mbappe, you know, uh, a, essentially kaboom, you know, high-end card is cool now. It's starting to become cool. That's why we're seeing sneaker kids because sneaker kids, you know, reselling guys, why are they buying these certain stuff? It's for the money, yeah, the flipping, yeah, but it's also because it's cool to have, you know, certain attire, certain shoes, and I think that's what we're really seeing with the card market too. It's cool to have a LeBron James rookie card. It's cool to have an MJ Fleer rookie. Um, it's cool to have these types of cards. It, it gives you, it gives you, you know, uh, a reputation. Um, so th- that's something that I really wanted. What I'm, that's something that I'm seeing, and I and I really wanted to note, um, especially within these like last six months, we're, we're really seeing sports cards become cool and become part of this, um, this sneaker and and, and sneaker culture. Um, it's very interesting. Um, next thing, guys, ripping wax. A lot of ripping wax is gambling. It is, um, but at the same time, um, you know you can pull a one of one uh, out of a hundred out of two hundred card, and I think that's what's really triggering people, um, especially in the resale game, um, and not even from ripping, but also from fl- flipping wax. Right, um, you know, going to targets and buying them out. You know, there's still it's still it's still it's saturated in a way because it's tough, but also at the same time. You know, there's still opportunity for it. Next thing which really caught my attention um, was when over the summer StockX decided to add collectibles, uh, trading cards and sports cards to basically their their um, their inventory, I guess, if you will. Um, that was a big trigger point because as many of you know, StockX is for sneakers. Um, but how they've transitioned over the last couple months to be able to be like, that place for grade graded cards has been really really interesting. I think they've done really well, and also from my point of view, I've been selling a lot of cards through StockX um, over eBay and other places like that. And I think what we're seeing is a lot of the guys that have been doing shoes and and selling shoes off StockX are starting to get into collectibles, trading cards, and sports cards. Um, so that was a big move when StockX did that, and I th- honestly think. Um, just from an outside perspective, StockX is better suited for um, a marketplace for trading cards and sports cards rather than sneakers, which is really interesting to think about. But it just seems like their marketplace and how much volume they can sell, you know, people can sell and buy through StockX is becoming more valuable than the sneakers because it's just a, it, it's tough, you know, having product go through there. Um, so, I mean, that's what I'm kind of seeing. Um, let me know what you guys think, but from, from what I can tell these last couple months, guys, and, and just hanging out with people as well and seeing how many people from the sneaker community are getting into sports cards. Um, I think it's great. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, sneakers are here to die. I think there's great value in sneakers as well, but, um, it just seems like, because you're able to obtain more product with sports cards, and because the it, culturally it's very similar, um, we're going to be seeing really, really big things with um, sports cards, in my opinion, over sneakers um, within the next year, two, three years. Um, so, I mean, 
at the end, a lot of great things, I believe, are coming in within the sports card community. So I'm taking sports cards over sneakers um, currently and for the future. Let me know what you guys think below. Uh, I appreciate you guys listening in, and I'll see you next time.